Welcome to another podcast from the Rotary and Community Services Show, which is now in its 10th year. Our show is broadcast every Friday between 6 and 8 p.m. on Community Radio Station 3WBC 94.1 FM and also streams live on the World Wide Web. Now it's my great pleasure to welcome to the 94.1 FM 3WBC microphone another very dedicated Rotarian in District 9800, Chris Don. Chris is a Burundara resident and is a past president and current member of the Rotary Club of Chadston East Malvern and about to officially take up the role of chairperson of the District Foundation Annual Program Giving Committee in the Rotary District 9800. Supposedly in the new year, but I know Chris has already started and uh, I want to welcome you, Chris, to the 3WBC microphone. Well, thank you very much for the invitation, Ian. It's great to have you here. And Chris, before we talk about the numerous Rotary roles you've had and uh, your current work in Rotary, let's talk about you. First, how long have you been in Rotary? Well, um, interesting question, Ian. We are only talking to my kids uh, a few nights ago and we worked it out that this will be my 30th year as a member of uh, Chadston East Melbourne Rotary Club. That's a marvellous effort. I don't know what anniversary that is, but it sounds wonderful. Uh, and you joined Chadston East Malvern. Um, I know you don't live there now, but why Chadston East Malvern? Well, they met basically just uh, around the corner and uh, it was easy to get to. It was an evening meals club, which uh, I believe is, is important to engender some... Uh, fellowship and relationships among members of the club. We're a, we're a lot of young people, we had young families and uh, it was an opportunity for us to mix outside of Rotary without having to travel too far. So location was the key factor in my determination to join that Rotary Club. I understand that uh, and tell us a little bit about your Rotary Club. We've, um, we've been running as a club since 1975 We've still got, interestingly enough, three or four of the original members of that club still active and enjoying the uh, Wednesday evenings. We're, uh, we're involved in numbers of uh, community projects. Uh, we've recently been involved in international projects, but predominantly we're a club that believes you need to be available, you need to be on the end of the telephone when there's a need in the, in the district, in the community. You need to be able to react very quickly and positively and make sure that you can... Uh, you can make a positive change. And how many members does the Rotary Club of Chadston East Malvern have? We've got just under 50 at the moment. Um, traditionally we've had uh, in the high 30s, low 40s, but we had a membership drive uh, a couple of years ago and we've, uh, we've introduced a number of really good ladies to our club who are making a positive contribution. So uh, this year we've got a target of 55 and... Uh, I'm a great believer in the more active people in a club, the more you can get done. And uh, Chris, um, like all Rotary clubs, uh, the members come from different walks of life. Uh, have you got a good cross-section of people and professions at Chadston East Malvern? Look, Ian, we've, we've got a fair representation. Uh, when I joined Rotary, the majority of people in the club were in fact small business proprietors. So everyone was, in, was, was running a club. Everyone had their own difficulties and their own challenges and that was one of the great benefits of joining our club is that 
we could get together as a group of businessmen and uh, assist each other. Now we've got a different uh, mix in the club. Uh, we've got some lady members, I've already mentioned that, who have been fabulous. We've got a number of retirees and uh, we have a good cross-section from both professional and from, uh, from the retail and from the wholesale. And uh, we certainly don't believe in the old uh, concept of uh, one member per, uh, per uh, vocational uh, situation. We really welcome anyone in our club and I think that's been one of the great strengths of our club. Now, Chris, what is your profession? My brother and I and one other partner, we run a company that uh, designs and manufactures and installs overland bulk material handling systems. So we've had a, we've had a very busy decade. The, the mining sector has been extremely uh, active. However, uh, things have changed and we've had to uh, reposition ourselves. But we, we, we build these uh, overland conveyor systems uh, for carrying... Uh, uh, such diversified products as coal and bauxite and iron ore. But recently we've, uh, we've repositioned ourselves and we're now involved in food production, uh, packaging, harvesting, and uh, it gives us an enormous opportunity when one, one market sector's down, we can move into another fairly easily. And you've had some wonderful experience overseas uh, doing installations, haven't you? Yes, I've, um, we've done a fair bit overseas and uh, one of the great... Uh, byproducts of travelling overseas is that you can look around and uh, meet and join other Rotarians and, and I've made some new friends and it's one of the highlights of, of my Rotary career is the, the people and the clubs and interesting I was up in Hong Kong recently and I got involved in one of their clubs and I was uh, there for the weekend and it was actually a hands-on opportunity to assist them. So it's a great, uh, it's a great opportunity being a Rotarian and a business person. It gives you a great perspective in the world, doesn't it? And uh, like so many Rotary Clubs, um, and I know your Rotary Club is a very good example, uh, clubs get involved in both wonderful community projects and some great international projects. Can you give us a flavour of some of the local ones first and then tell us about the international ones? More than happy to, Ian. I think the, um, the premier project that our club... Uh, is involved with, and it's involved at the moment is a, is a program called Busy Feet. And this is a dance, uh, we call it a dance academy. It's for uh, children with uh, severe disabilities and it gives them the chance to uh, meet other kids of their own age. It gives the parents a chance to meet other parents and uh, for an hour every week we, uh, we have a, a dancing academy where these children come along and uh, relax and dance and uh, gain confidence and it's been such a revelation to our district is that now a number of clubs, and I believe there are now seven other dance academies running in our district and we want to take it, not just Victoria, but we want to move it uh, around Australia and we've got, in, we've got interstate clubs also interested. We've, um, we've done a number of international projects. We've sent teams of Rotarians who have travelled at their own expense to Papua New Guinea, to the Solomons, to the Philippines, to East Timor, and we're currently looking at a fabulous project. We're going to rebuild a bridge into a village just out of Nong Pen, Cambodia. So like most Rotary Clubs, uh, as you're well aware, Ian, uh, you've got to be ready to move very quickly. You've got to move where there's a need and you've got to move professionally and effectively and uh, put something in place that's substantive. Your club certainly touches a wide spectrum of humanity, both here and abroad, and I, I believe you've got to be commended for that fully. Chris, um, 
you've had a number of roles in Rotary. Tell us about some of those. Well, firstly, it's important uh, in Rotary that uh, everyone gets involved in their own club and uh, I've done most jobs in the club. I think with the exception of club secretary, I've looked after the presidential position, treasurer, I've looked after community projects and international projects. I was then luckily enough uh, to be invited to join the district and uh, I've run a number of roles over the years in that. Um, I think I've, uh, I've done nearly everything other than become district governor. But uh, that's a very special position and uh, not for me. It's a great shame, I can tell you. Uh, Chris, uh, thank you for telling us a little bit about your club and what it does locally and internationally. Uh, it is so involved in Rotary service. Now let's take a, a little break uh, uh, before we come back and talk some more to Chris Don. And after a word from Rotary, let's listen to Mr Don Henley from 2009 and the Boys of Summer. Listeners, whilst uh, we were uh, talking, chatting off air a moment ago, Chris uh, was telling me a fascinating story about the night that he was actually invited to join Rotary. Not everyone has this sort of beginning. Chris, tell us about it. Well, Ian, look, some people mightn't find it fascinating, but it's certainly interesting. Um, I was working in the backyard uh, of a newly purchased home in Chadston and uh, I noticed that there was copious amounts of black smoke billowing from the next door neighbour's plot. So leaning over I found someone had set fire to a number of truck tyres. So quick as a flash I had the hose in hand and I was trying to extinguish this revolting smell of this uh, pile of burning rubber and next minute someone jumped up and introduced themselves uh, wanted to know what I was doing. I suppose it was pretty obvious what I was doing. And uh, we got chatting and uh, it was a guy called Rod Quince who runs Quince Bus Lines. And uh, we were chatting and he said, what do you normally do over Wednesday night? And I said, well, not much. He said, how about um, coming along with me to my Rotary Club? We meet over Wednesday night and have, have a meal. And he said, I can guarantee you, you'll have a real good time. And uh, that's how it all started, Ian. A very interesting kick-off for Rotary, your Rotary uh, induction moment almost. Chris, um, in the role that you currently have and working towards the new Rotary year um, with the annual program for, for giving uh, to the Rotary Foundation, what was involved initially in your preparation when you first started all this? Well, I suppose uh, preparing for this particular role was fairly easy because um, six years ago I was uh, appointed the district chairman of the foundation a role that I held for four years and the position I currently have was one of the uh, subcommittees. So I knew exactly what I had to do and what I would expect of someone and it's, it's, a, fairly, it's a very easy story to sell. Uh, to support all of the great programs of our foundation which is one of the world's great foundations, obviously we need funds to work with and during the course of the year we invite Rotary Clubs to generate funds and to contribute to the foundation, a percentage of the funds they raise, and also encourage individual Rotarians to, uh, to contribute money to the foundation. So in regard to uh, the preparation, it's really understanding what motivates clubs to give money to the foundation as well as individuals. So if you haven't got the right story, uh, there's not a great chance of people 
generously contributing to the foundation. So it's, um, as I said before, it's a matter of just understanding what motivates clubs, what motivates individuals and uh, it's an easy story to sell because our foundation is certainly one of the preeminent foundations of the world. And Chris, the most notable project that we have uh, in conjunction with the United Nations and the Bill Gates organisation uh, is the eradication of polio and you might tell us a little bit about that because as they say we're this close in polio being eradicated in the world and that's because of the generosity of Rotarians and supporters of Rotary in uh, making sure that uh, inoculation is carried out in countries as diverse as Africa etc. Look, it's, a, it's, it's one of the great stories and when people ask me what, what I do as a Rotarian I, I can quickly, quickly fall into third gear because this is such a great story. And it, it's a story that, that is great because it really was the initiative of one person back in 1985, past world president Clem Renouf from Queensland saw an opportunity of uh, carrying out an international project and that was the, the inoculation of children in the Philippines. And at that stage, uh, and, and right through from the uh, 20s and 30s and 40s, polio was really one of the most feared global diseases. It affected literally millions of people every year. It destroyed families. It destroyed the opportunities of children growing into to, to adults. And uh, Rotary over the years has carried out an absolutely magnificent global program. It's unprecedented in medical history as to what Rotary's done and we've led you know give you an example I was having a look at some figures the other day at any one time we're, uh, we're vaccinating up to a million children a day around the world uh, Rotary itself has put in half a billion dollars and uh, it's been so successful that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation have come on board and given us half a billion dollars and they've just given us recently another 35 million dollars to find a cheap vaccination but um, we've really gone from a world that was uh, was put it mildly being crippled by polio to at the current juncture a, a world where there's about half a dozen only cases active cases with the wild polio virus so it's a magnificent program it's a program that all Rotarians can be proud of it's a program that gives the opportunity of Rotarians visiting countries getting involved in national immunisation days and it's something that you can immediately tell people if they want to know what's the reason I should consider joining Rotary this is the reason I'm a Rotarian and this is the reason you could become part of it also and it fits in very well with the new Rotary theme for 2016 2017 which is it's an absolute beauty, Rotary serving humanity. Sums it up perfectly Ian. It does, it sums it up beautifully. And it all starts at club level doesn't it really Chris? I mean the clubs are the nucleus of Rotary. How can our listeners go about joining your club? Well we'd love to have people uh, consider joining our club as they could join any club but particularly our club. We're well positioned in the district. We're out this side of town. You can, uh, you can find details of our club uh, by visiting our club on the website or uh, Ian, are you happy for me to give my mobile phone number over the air? I'm more than happy if you're prepared to do it. More than happy to. So uh, I'll give you a minute to get a pencil and paper out. 0413 
434-503 and we would certainly make you very welcome and introduce you to the opportunity of considering becoming a Rotarian. Well that's Chris's club and of course listeners there are clubs where you live and a little closer to where you live, uh, perhaps you live near Chats in East Melbourne and that's perfect for you, but there are clubs where you live and there are two districts that uh, border this rail uh, radio station, I nearly said radio station, uh, radio station I mean, there are two districts um, in this area uh, that uh, border uh, 3WBC and their districts uh, are of uh, 9800 and the districts are a district of 9810. Uh, the easy way to look for a club near you is to, uh, to uh, get onto your browser uh, www.rotarydistrict9800.org.au for the 9800 districts and www.9810rotary.org.au and what you do is look at clubs near you in your area. Chris has given you his club and that's a, an easy call and an easy find but uh, if you want to browse and see the clubs that are available there are plenty of clubs available near you. Well, Chris, uh, thank you for joining us on the Rotary and Community Service Radio Show. Uh, You're a great asset to Rotary and yet another example of Rotary's motto, which is a theme that goes through every year, uh, service above self. And uh, as I always say to our guests, more strength to you in the next Rotary year, uh, in 2016-17, to raise funds for the great work of Rotary in a year when the annual theme is Rotary serving humanity. And Ian, can I just can I just emphasise that what a great opportunity and time it would be for people to consider joining Rotary in celebrating our 100th anniversary of the establishment of the Rotary Foundation. A very good plug, Chris, for 100 years of the Rotary Foundation. And of course, uh, you can go about uh, finding a suitable club where you live. Chris has just given you the details of his club, but there are two districts with clubs uh, that surround this radio station, 3WBC, in the areas of Burundara and Whitehorse. District 9800 you can find by searching on your browser for www.rotarydistrict9800.org.au or uh, for the Rotary District of 9810, www.9810rotary.org.au You will find in those addresses uh, locations of clubs that might be a lot closer to you than Chats in East Malvern but there are plenty of Rotary clubs around that would welcome your presence to help them serve humanity. Well Chris Don, uh, thank you for joining us on the Rotary and Community Service radio show. You're a a great asset to Rotary and yet another example of Rotary's motto which is in every year Rotary uh, certainly believes in this motto and it's service above self. And as I always say to our guests, more strength you in the next Rotary year, 2016-17 in uh, your quest to raise funds for the great work uh, in Rotary. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Other podcasts can be found on our club website, which is www.canterburyrotary.org.